Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Axel. And I'm Drake. And today what we're going to be talking about is what constitutes a good movie, whether it be uh, independent or big box office. Um, in today's episode, we brought on our first guest, Spencer Robinson. So uh, we hope you enjoy. Uh, hello, Spencer. Uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast that no one listens to. <laughs> no, it's, it's good to be here. Let's yeah. talk. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So we're going to start off with independent films. Um, and there, there are good independent films and good big-budget box office films. But um, we're going to start with uh, those independent and really what, what makes an independent film with a lower budget um, better than some big-budget films. Right. So um, when we're talking about indie films, uh, we're describing things like Call Me By Your Name, those more um, on the fringes, lesser known films um, that tend to have a lower budget, tend to be a lot more intimate um, and a lot more abstract as it tends to be. Um, what do you think? What do you guys think? Let's hear Let's hear the first round. What do you guys think? So just like you said, I think a lot of your points are valid, um, and especially in a movie like – let's go back to what you said, Call Me By Your Name, mm-hmm. with uh, with a person like uh, Timothy Chalamet and uh, Army – is it Army Hammer? Is that his name? Yeah, that's Army name. Hammer. Um, that movie is so just like beautiful because like not only is it like – because like that was like Timothy Chalamet's breakout film, right, getting on right. for an Oscar for it, whatever. But like what – what makes those movies good is is um because I, I did some research on this movie. Um, mm-hmm. basically they they filmed it in in um, Italy in this little teeny town in Italy where yeah. where this director grew up. Yeah, and these two actors had this great relationship with this director, and, and but no one's heard of this director before, you know. But he makes these independent films, these really good films. <clears throat> but basically, it was there, there was no big budget, you know. There was no like. So these people were like hanging out and seeing each other every single day, mm-hmm. and like they were before, even before the movie was being filmed, they were, were spending so much time together. Yeah, because there it's no there's like no trailers or anything, and um, what makes it great is um, their the relationship in the movie. Right, it just, and it's, it's also it also goes back to you know how do you capture a feeling that you can't describe? So then that that begs the question, you know, what's beauty? And you watch if you watch Call Me by Your Name, and anyone who's listening to this, I'd recommend that you go and watch it because it's a great movie. There's something very heartbreaking about it, but it, it feels it feels almost it feels like you're really there, and that that experience and that closeness is very hard to describe. So I'm I, what I'm wondering is is what constitutes beauty in a film? Because for me, it's more of an internal experience that constitutes beauty. It's it's the experience the movie gives me, not necessarily the visuals that it throws in my face. You know what I'm well, saying? Well, yeah. Well, with, with with that kind of thing, I feel it, it goes back to the acting and how how one acts out that that kind of it, it just feels real. Yeah, it doesn't like, feel artificial. And, and that's the great thing about them is that um you know some of these independent movies will take these these big budget actors and kind of put them in a place they've never been before right, and yeah. to kind of draw it out of them that way. Or they take um, new and upcoming actors like Timothy Chalamet was in Call Me By Your Name um, and kind of gives them 
They're so intimate with that. Yeah, it's and, and, and you don't you don't know who they are, so it's not like you're seeing this big budget actor. It's like you're seeing right, the actual not, character in the it's movie. It's not like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where Brad Pitt plays the stuntman. And you, you see, just see Brad yeah. Pitt. You're seeing a person, totally a great. new yeah. person. So going off of that, guys, <clears throat> um, I think um, what you said, why some of these movies are so good is because like they're not looking for like awards and stuff. Mm-hmm. If, if you That's know what it means, there's yeah. no pressure. If like it's as just, like that or in a, a big movie, yes, yeah, just expression. It's just it's trying to film a great film, right? Which and is, and that's when it can get very very real and very authentic. Um, because with interviews, especially this week, we always go back to um, "Call Me by Your Name." Um, with interviews with Timothy Chalamet, um, he kind of really had to step out of his comfort zone and play this completely different person that he. Um, had no connections with whatsoever um and he kind of just um said about it that he he really wasn't known no one really knew him at the time so he had nothing to lose and he could give this very authentic this very uh good performance that felt so real um with no no um consequences or no um right it's just like he can let loose exactly just express himself (laughs) And that's what's kind of be- that's what's beautiful about it. And you know, we've watched a lot of independent films. I remember when we were at uh, Mia's house. Shout out to Mia uh, when we watched The Witch, which is which is an independent horror movie, which is beautiful in a different way. It's and incredibly, it's incredibly weird that. and scary. Well, uh, well, I, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yes. It was, it's a, it's very affecting. Yeah, it's a very affecting movie. It's it's a it's a very affecting movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And so, but like. If we're talking about independent films, um, uh, what's his name? Do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. I talked to you about uh, It's Peanut Butter Falcon, and um, I'm blanking on his name. But um, it, it also it also kind of with, – with independent films, it gives these, these actors that might have uh, been in big-budget films previously, um, it, might have give, it might give them um, a second chance or kind of a way to get back into, into the spotlight and back and try to – Really, just they, they these movies give them a chance to um, just give their career it's... like a personal, like give themselves a personal renaissance right. and like differ. Yeah, that's a good doing. way of putting it. Yeah. So it's his name is Shia LaBeouf. I just yeah, Shia LaBeouf guys, uh, Transformer star weirdo, but like a really cool guy. <laughs> a really weird. good actor. He's weird. He's a really weird, good actor. Weird, he's really good actor. He is a yes, did you guys ever see the sex movie that he was in? It was called um, Nymphomaniac, and it's about a, a girl who's addicted to sex, and her life falls apart, and she's. She's his boy, his girlfriend, and that was the last movie he made. That like 2015, and then he was gone. He was like off the radar for a long, long time, and then he reappears with this peanut butter. Well, Falcon. he also he came, he came back briefly with that movie about the tennis players Borg versus McEnroe. I think that's what it's called. Um, but this is these are like the first few. Um, Honey Boy, which. Um, did really well at Sundance and uh, the Peanut Butter Falcon, which also released independently. Um, these are kind of the first movies where he's he's really like even even with Transformers and all the other movies he was when he was in the mainstream. Um, these are kind of the first movies that um, are really getting everyone's attention yeah. and kind of establishing him as this powerhouse actor who can who can give this awesome performance. Right. Um, I even saw an inter- interview that um, said that these two movies for him were like career defining. Right. And he does it quietly too, which is what's, 
What's really cool there about There was no movie. media about these movies, which right. I love. He was literally doing it for the craft right. itself. Which and it's not, so even just, it's not even just the media attention. It's, it's how the movies creep up on you. Like, um, Call Me By Your Name at the end when he's sitting at the fireplace and he's just weeping, you don't, you don't really have many moments to pause in that movie and just sort of take a breath. And then it's like you get this breath and you realize how much it affected you. Like you might watch something like Lincoln or mm-hmm. or some big budget Oscar movie that's like Oscar bait, you know, where it's a it's a disadvantaged person who climbs up in the world and you're like, wow, that's really inspiring. And it's very it's really it's at the top of your head after after the movie ends, but with these ones they kind of just kinda like they settle. It's because they're so real and that's what resonates with you. Right. It's this real right. human connection. Even the witch, which is so yeah so unreal mm-hmm. by the end you don't even realize how much it's screwing with you it's just it's it's very it's very surprising because um along like what with if you ever watch the movies um if you know you this has happened to me where I, I see um a ton of movies up for whatever oscar award and i'm thinking like what movie is this why why haven't i heard anything about this um it's because they're these super um independent like very um like down under the radar movies that have these like wonderful performances. Right. And you see people leaving the whole Hollywood scene because you don't really have a lot of autonomy to go there when you have to satisfy studios and executives and producers. And then you get, I think people get bogged down in that. That's why Apocalypse Now is an indie film. It was right out, it was released after The Godfather, and that was a very successful um, studio film. And Francis Ford Coppola was like, nah. And he made um, a modern American classic movie. Yeah, well, I, I think I think that's also what it comes down to is that um, these these actors and actresses that kind of pursue this independent film um, kind of society as um, they really want to get a hold of their of their careers and their craft, and they yeah. they it's cool because they get to they get to um, make more independent decisions rather than what. Yes. What the, these these big these big studios and these right. big production companies what they want mm-hmm. rather they get to focus on their craft and they get to make their their own decisions about what what they want their character to be exactly um, real quick before we move on I want to go back to what I said about how um, there's not a lot of pressure and there's a lot not a lot of um, it, like you know what I'm saying like about these movies and where they can just they let their acting out because I I wanted to talk about this really because. Uh, I've been seeing in the uh, news and interviews lately um, uh, about the films uh, Joker and Judy, like you said. Um, what I've heard is that um, the movie is so terrible, but the acting is so great, which is like just such a shame. You know what I'm saying? Like well, if they're going to be these amazing award-winning actors who or actresses who play these great roles, like right. they should take much more pride in making the film quality, like like Bohemian Rhapsody. A great film. A gr- they graded a great job, and that actually won the best movie for that year. Which personally, I don't think yeah, that should have yeah, won, but it, it still did right. because they made it a quality film, and, and the acting was also quality as well. Right, and it's well, it, it takes us. It gives us when it, 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 it takes a village. You yeah, know? when you make a movie, it takes a village, and sometimes, sometimes the pieces don't come together. And if it's an indie, whether it's an indie film, whether it's a big budget film, sometimes it just doesn't come together the way you thought it was going to. But, what really matters in the end, I think, especially with these independent movies, is how the actors draw you in. 
because you don't want to watch someone who's stale and who's like so for example i love the rock okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> who does i love the rock i think he's a, he's he's awesome he's just the coolest dude oh wow wow he yeah he's hercules <laughs> of our time right the, the thing about the rock is that i always just feel like i'm watching the rock and yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. <laughs> Even in Moana, I was like, yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's His the character rock. looked just like The Rock. Right. Guy. He looked just no, like yeah. I, I totally agree because he he does a lot of these. He he was actually, I think, one of the highest paid like actors right. like out, out there for a right. while. And he's not he's not a bad actor. He's not, he's not a bad actor, but it, it takes us it it makes us ask this question of is this a good movie or is this a good performance? Um, or is it neither? Or is or, it, or is or it is the it personality? That, yeah, or is it that I'm watching it, it makes you It makes you really question what makes a good movie. Is it the performance? Is it, it, is it overall? Um, and, and like, is it your, your enjoyment of everything? Um, but I think it makes us ask these questions of can I, can I differ the performance and the movie as a whole? Right, and can I really – can I leave the theater and think about it and still be thinking about it a few days later is really – can it get under my skin? Not necessarily in a bad way, sometimes in a good way. So what you're saying is like there's not a lot of diversification as if like – Well, it's if, about money. It's about I, money. Which is you know, like like why would – if he gets paid to do a horrible action movie, which like Rampage was – oh my god. That was the that, horrible like, – But <laughs> it's, it's like, good. oh my god. Why did he do that? Like yeah. you know, he's so – like he could probably wait and find something better. It's, well, that, it's, that, it's that, a money thing. Why he grossed a ton of money? Which is I so... bet he got a fat check for that. Oh, movie. he did, right? Because he's the Rock, and exactly. he's in a he's in a studio film, and he's making those execs a shitload of money. That that's because it's it's about it's and it's like if he can like sit here for ten years now and go into these action movies and make crazy amounts of money, he's gonna do it. Like who right. who wouldn't do something? Right, like and that? guys like Adam Sandler have done that too. But now you see him like he's in a he's gonna be in a new movie. Um, a dramatic movie, what's it called? Uncut, Uncut Gems. Gems. Uncut Gems. Yeah. Uncut Gems, where he's um, an illegal. I'm pretty sure he's a jewelry. Is he a jewelry? I dealer? think he's a jeweler. I think he's, he's a, a hustler. I think he's a hustler, um, and he tries to scam the Boston Celtics, um, which is so awesome. That's is, like so cool, right? And what's interesting about that is you, the last person you would expect to do that is, is Adam Sandler. Correct. Adam yeah, for sure. sure. It's pretty solid. So. He, he probably like a lot of actors like um, Timothy Chalamet, like. Uh, Renee Zellweger in in Judy. Judy. He wants to get back to a place where he can just express himself authentically, and that's something that you can't. You don't always get that in big budget films, like little. You know, Little Women that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Little Women. I don't. Is that a big budget film? I'm gonna say yes. I want to say that there, it is, there's but... Meryl Streep, there's Timothy Chalamet. I'm sure. I'm sure <laughs> it's, it's not. Budget, I'm so sure it's know. not. Uh, it's not. Well, Apocalypse it's... Now is an indie film, and it yeah. had like a seventy. Well, yeah, well, but it's, more research. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's gonna be what what we would usually consider an independent film. Right. I still think it's gonna be amazing. It, it, but that's it, just my opinion. It probably will be. <clears throat> so, what we can really take away from the whole thing is that it's all about authenticity at least that's as far as 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 far as i'm concerned for me personally it's about the authenticity of it i don't know what you guys think but i i i'd, I'd agree with that <clears throat> yeah so um anyway uh ending on that we're gonna transition now to uh the big budget films and the uh, the studio and films. really what what makes what makes them good and, and what makes them what makes them big just yeah. money Burning money pots. Yeah, just pot, just m money fires of destruction. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, 
you know, transitioning to these bigger budget films, when you think big budget, you think of the the Avengers, um, the, like the, all of the big Marvel movies. The live um, action Disney movies. You think of Avatar, um, even though there's only one of them, um, and there's supposed to be more. Which is garbage. When are they coming out? Just, but um, you, you think of these, these are like the, the first films that come to mind. Um, and while... While while the, while the quality of like maybe like the shots and the the whatever the CGI and the the graphics may be a little bit better and yeah. maybe a little bit more aesthetically pleasing, it's it, it comes back. You, you have to ask your, like the question like was that is it truly a good movie or did I just enjoy it? like what did the the flair and the yeah did yeah. The, was it just was just kind of uh, did did I enjoy this film or did I enjoy what it was. What it was the hyped I, up Did to I be. enjoy the eye candy? Basically, yeah. what he's saying is, is this movie good or is it shit? Right. He's just you're being nice about it. Well, it's it's a matter of what's artificial. It's what's artificial. I know people love the Avengers movies and I like mean, all those fun. super. Yeah, but some of them are just so shitty. Some of them are horrible. Ouch. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I might I might dispute. I mean, they're not. They're <laughs> some not of great. them aren't good. I don't think they're bad. I think any of them are bad. No, they're not. I'm not. I, yeah, like there's a, a lot of them are good. Right. But, you know, some of them are not good at all. And, and that's the thing about the big budget movies is um, we kind of talked about this, but um, the actors and actresses that are cast in these, they kind of fall into this um, this trap of, like, these these bigger movies that are going into, like, these these movie series is that they, they're kind of trapped into these constant, like, filming the next one, the next one, the next one. And, like, I, can, I, I see that perfectly with um, Robert Downey Jr., and um, how uh, he's a very, he, he's very he's good so he, and he's he's not a bad actor in these Avengers films. I love how he plays Tony Stark, but he's he's so much more than Tony Stark. Like yeah, if you watch Charlie if, Chaplin, if, if you watch Chaplin and then watch the Avengers, like you'll see like the the diversity of right. how, how how different of characters he can act with. And um, also, you know, you know, as as these Avengers movies kind of come to a close, and how they're going to start, um, how these Avengers movies won't be so prominent. I, I'm excited to see what he. What he will start doing next, right? Um, going along with that, real quick. Um, also, like Sherlock Holmes, like there's a lot of debates, like, oh, were they good? Were they want? Whatever. I like them personally, but it, his acting, like he does, he plays a. I think he plays a good Sherlock Holmes. Well, he he goes, no, I think he got nominated for Oscars for both of them. Because really, yeah. Well, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. Yeah. He's a fantastic. Yeah. So for me, it goes. Um, what's the so guy what makes plays? the movie great? Oh, Jude Law, who plays Watson. Yeah, he's good too. He's very good. But real quick, I just before we go on, I want to because some some people are probably listening, going, "Oh my god, oh all Marvel movies are great." Yeah, Ant Man, really? <laughs> I'm sorry. And and Ant Man too with the wasp. The wasp. That, was, <laughs> that got put on Netflix that was, real quick. That was like Marvel's version of planes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing: you, you have. You have to step aside. You have to step away from your personal preferences, and you have to start thinking: like, was this a great movie, or was it, or was it just a smokescreen of like, like, was it just kind of trying to <laughs> distract me of what distract me with um, you know, these effects and you know, like yeah. the, the, the the comedic relief of the movie. I like, watching planes. Yeah. So I, like, <laughs> I love Paul Rudd, but oh my god, Ant Man was horrible. No. Well, you know, but but you know, you know, they they try they try to like create all these movies based off the Marvel characters. So like 
they they did it again with Spider-Man. There's like I, there's three adaptations of Spider-Man, which is the original one with Tobey Maguire. The next one with what was it? Andrew Garfield is that his name? Yeah, Andrew Garfield. And, and then, then and then now Tom um, it's Tom Holland. And uh, you know the Tom the, the Andrew Garfield ones were for so, for so, me so. for me it goes it goes um uh, Tom Maguire. Holland. Oh really? It goes Tom Holland then Tobey Maguire then Andrew. So Garfield. I think I think they I loved all of them. I think they're doing a good job with the right. Spider-Mans, but I think like again like with the Ant-Mans it's just like it's your it, 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 I can see that it's not about the film itself, and it's not about, and it's not. It, they're not trying to do what a movie is supposed to do, and it's just trying to make as much money as possible. Well, and what are we talking? About? And, and that, that was exactly that was that was perfect. Um, that that's an easy easy to see right. in Avengers Endgame because that you know every single like little media thing was like they're gonna break the record for most in box office right like, keep right. keep watching it go watch the re-release version it gets to the box exactly. office exactly and it's kind of like you know what it's what we're talking about right now it's, it's about it's big budget what, yes, what was their yes. budget um are you more of an it's iron man or are you more of a millions of dollars you know it when we talk about indie films we talk about man you know this this was just such a, a cool scene and the interaction was just oh, it just it just hit and me right in the gut. Some of the other ones, like oh my god, the explosion! Yeah, and it's just like Ant Man was so small. Yeah, are you Team Iron Man or Team Captain America? Oh my like gosh. that's it's it's like a mer- it's like a toy. Like if you, if no, you and, I, and I think it started out as as being. I think they all started out as being, um, you know, a pretty like well rounded like really good films. Like like the original Avengers, um, is a really movie. good film. It's like, a fun. The, the original Iron Man. A, good good movie like but like they with these big box offices they're like they oh how much money more. you think we can make mm-hmm. with a sequel or like you know like more and more so i think they can start out like these really awesome movies but then when you can like they continue to try to expand on it and try to just pu- push more at you they just become it feels more forced and like i'm not watching this movie because I want to. I'm watching it because I want to like. I want to see what happens. Or, I want, or even I want to keep with the times. I want to keep with the times. You, you know, everyone's seeing this, and it's going to be the biggest box office. I want to go see this movie. That was what was. That's what happened with Endgame. And, and, and there's you, so many examples. And you know, you know, when we walked into class and it was like, oh, you haven't seen Endgame? Oh, uh, you're an awful person. Like, have any, have any of us seen Endgame? No. I haven't seen. Here's it. the thing. I haven't seen it either. I feel like because like. Did they make break the box? Office? I don't know. They did. They, they, they did. did. Yep. So what happened was like it, again, it was a new like it. First of all, the hype on this movie was crazy. That you, you you saw it everywhere, and what got people to this movie was like is like everyone was seeing. Like it's not even like some people. It's were, like, not even that it's you don't you don't leave a you don't leave an Avengers or a Marvel movie and go that was horrible. You, you know, well you don't well that but you don't leave it going you know. I feel like a different person. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you do, then. Never mind. Right, and it's hard. It's hard now because we're so saturated with just box office money making crap. There, it's it's yeah. It's it's really hard to find, and I think it's it, we're more conscious of it because um, we're we're actors, um, <laughs> <laughs> or you know, like we we enjoy acting on stage, and um, you know, we we do what we can to make our performances the best. And I think we're more conscious of it because we. We 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 pro- really kind of you project I, yourself into the situation, yeah, you're like, and you, you know how it's valued. Yeah, 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 I agree. Because like with with with, with theater, especially what we're doing right now, like there is no like big big oh, box office, big, big, <laughs> big money <laughs> no, no. money spending like theater productions. It's it's more of just about 
like what can you do to make this performance memorable? And how can, make it how can you, you capture can. the moment? Exactly. And I think that's what we're looking – at least what we, um, Spencer Axel and I, look for um, in films, at least nowadays. I'm, I'm, I'm much more conscious of it than um, a lot more people. Like especially – I was talking to my parents and I was talking to them like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I mentioned something about The Dark Knight, um, and my dad goes, oh, my God, Heath Ledger in that movie, trash. And I was horrified at yeah, what he was saying. Maybe he's pulling your leg. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> he's and, serious. And all my parents are like this with his movies. Um, and it's just they don't – like my mom's like I, like, I like happy. I like I like this these movies. And it's just like I feel that's exactly what um, a lot of people are feeling and that, yeah. what, the, what these big productional um, – big production companies and these big – uh, box office movies are doing to people is where they're kind of they're giving us a they're false sense of, of what what we want in a movie well and they're numbing you to the fact that there's so much more out there yeah because sure. like like you said like with it's it's all about the money and like think about like uh like fast and the furious and like these avengers movies and rocky like well, there were like six rocky well, we can't discredit the fact that there are movies big budget movies where some really interesting thematic like heavy stuff comes through so like oh, for, for example sure. yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, 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 we've ragged on big box office movies for a while but there are there are a lot of good ones right like think indiana jones yeah um think like i remember when i was little um, when i watched the last scene the raiders of the lost ark um when they're opening the ark and all the nazis have, yeah and, yeah and the one guy is all dressed up and they open it and like the fury of god comes out and their heads explode <laughs> like that the way that they they portray it, it's like this crazy like whoa, look at that. But just, when you really think about it, it's it you get it gives you kind of it gives you pause, and yeah. you can't take those moments for granted in big movies because they're always there. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of and, and that's that's the thing too with, with big movies. We've talked about how like the flash and the the hype can kind of take away from the movie and kind of like be all that there is in a movie, but sometimes. There, there can be a really, really solid box office movie, but some of the flash and some of the hype and some of the like kind of uh, big um, like cinematic effects can kind of take away from what's really being there and like what what a good performance yeah. is ha- like what this good performance is happening in the movie. Well, and say what you will about Star Wars the prequels, but particularly the third episode, you cannot deny that even though there are a lot of there's, in my opinion, too many special effects. It's the story is so, even even though the acting isn't necessarily good, the story is so gut wrenching. I, I you know what that. I mean. And like the thing, like what makes Star Wars so like because I I'm a Star Wars fan. Yeah. But like what makes them so watchable is is um, and it's it's not just like well, that's the thing. It's like it's it's the memory. It, it's. It's, it's the, the deja, like it's the lessons. I watched them right. with my dad. When Same, I was little. yeah. My, my dad watched, went to see it in high school. It's yeah. like it, it, it's this this generational gap where like they keep making them like, oh my god, you know, yeah. Because like it's it's the same thing with Fast and Furious. Like for, I'm a, I'm a fan, but like of the first like two or maybe three, but like there's so many of them and. But even the last one, one, when when what's his? Oh my god, I'm, oh. Gonna, get, I'm gonna be no, hung, no. hanged for this. <laughs> Uh, when that one man died, what was his name? No, that was eighth because they made one after that. Oh, right. oh Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker. But like we, it's a it's a race movie and it's hardcore and it's. Ah, but then there's that ending part where you see him drive away and it's like. Oof. That one was great, and, right? But I and so but what, oh, going back to it, like about the movie and how much money we can make, like the 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 
um, Fast and the Furious, the last one that came out, whatever, it happened. And now they made a spinoff series called Hobbs and Shaw with The Rock. With The Rock. And what is so disgusting about it is <laughs> that it made so – it made like almost a billion dollars well, in the box like office. That shit. People like it. And I, I think it's very interesting because going back to what you said, Axel, this generational gap – I think it's interesting because, um, you know, like, our parents and um, just uh, s- some people that are um, a bit older than we are um, grew up with these movies. And not to say the acting was bad or not as good as it is now, but I think, like, especially now, we have this this generation of very versatile and um, just just the variable movies. Vers- yeah, versatile and very authentic actors and actresses that kind of totally um like make a movie um and, and even with the, the older uh, the older actors and actresses that that would give these performances that our parents would like some of them now probably wouldn't like because um it's this new age it, it's like it's like nfl quarterbacks um and how it, it was fine if you were if you were a quarterback and you would hang in the pocket and you wouldn't move but now the nfl um it almost requires a quarterback that is mobile and it's the same thing with these actors it, it's almost as if it requires you to be this very versatile, this very emotional, this very I can do, I can do whatever uh, needs to be done, rather than just playing the character. Um, and you, we see it with like Timothy Chalamet, and and now Joaquin Phoenix, where he's this this uh, very uh, violent uh, person with this um, mentally with, Ill with person, um, is mentally ill, and and so our parents definitely wouldn't like that as they would the maybe um, in in Walk the Line. Um, so it's very interesting to see. Um, how we, we've had this shift and how um, we've, we've had this shift in acting styles and, and the actors that are coming out. And I think what, a really good example of who bridges this gap is Meryl Streep. I um, mean, how oh, she Meryl kind Streep. of... Meryl Streep needs to like go to her mansion and sit on her gold-plated toilet and shut the door. No, I, I think, I think it's 80. interesting. I, she's not 80. I, I think it's interesting because well, she, she's old, dude. She, she has these wonderful performances that our parents would love, but she's, she's becoming... Um, I see too much of her, dude. I'm yeah, just... I understand, but she she's she's adapted over time, and I think it's very rare. Like like if you if you put um you know like you you have like the Lupita Nyong'o and you have the, the Timothy Chalamet, um these are very different actors that you just like there weren't any of them there weren't any like that back a in the it's a different world it's a different I world. agree we're, we're also I think it's it's interesting because we're learning how it, how to be more honest in movies. Yeah, I agree. And that's, you know, you look back. Which is really cool. Yeah, if you look back at the 50s, you look back at the 40s, you know, everyone's speaking in their transatlantic yeah, accents. And, and, and it's just like Frank oh, Sinatra yeah. on screen. It's like, wow, give him an Oscar. Yeah, like, look like, at that guy. It's like, all right, honey, I'm going to go and handle it for you. Not, not, not to say that these movies were bad necessarily. I mean, they're probably amazing for the times, but it's just like well, what we see now, they just it, it right. makes the, it leaves them in the dust. We feel better, we feel better about – we feel more at ease about – talking about things than we used to and that translates in acting that translates in acting like we could talk about citizen kane you watched that in your film lit class right yes i did and it was it's a good movie no did you feel changed (laughs) (laughs) did you feel changed Um, by it what i thought was um it did a lot of interesting things uh and it, it the story was very very well and acting was well but it's not something that like that me. like haunts and, you because yeah. like i even read like an interview like like it was not as when they released it it was not popular at all no one went to go see it 
But if people would have just like sat there a sec, like because they went to the Oscars that year and it was nominated for like eight Oscars, huh? but people booed for it as every time it was called or won something, which is like, you yeah. know, it just because like what was great about it was the What's, director, uh, I, I think it was George Orwell. Who also George, George Orwell Orwell is definitely a writer. I think writer. I think who you're talking about is um something shit. Orwell. Uh, I'm I'm oh about. my god, his name is at the tip of my tongue. Drake, look it up. Thank you. Oh, god. Orson Welles. Orson Welles. Yes. Orson Welles, who yeah. directed it and starred in it. Um. Uh, you know what? And even I don't know if it was a big. I mean, I assume it was a big budget movie. It was because it was, like, it was too famous. It was time. a big one. But like you know what was what's what inspires me about that movie is that he made it, made the movie and whatever, and started it. And, start, and, but, and he made it his way, you know, and no one liked it whatsoever. Because it wasn't, it wasn't with the times. Yes. It was and, not with the times. But he made it, and, and he was behind it, you know, and it like obviously won Oscars because it was right. a great piece of uh, oh. film, yeah. So... But people were used to all of the like Bounty Law, starring Bounty Law. Rick Dalton, where it's, was, yeah, where there's not there's not much of an interrogation of you know no. people and what people are like and what people are capable of. You know all the stuff that's just meaty that we have now. There really wasn't a lot of that back then, though. If you're if we're talking, you know, generally, yeah. I mean, there are obviously exceptions, mm-hmm. but so um, we're gonna wrap it up, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, this one was a little longer, but uh, obviously we had a lot to say, and I think uh, I think it was pretty good. Um, Spencer, thank you for coming on as our first guest. Well, I'm happy to be here. Um, guys, uh, we're trying to post every week. Um, obviously, we're doing okay. Like this is all, this came. I think we posted think last week. I think we're doing okay. So, guys, join us uh, next week or next time. It'll be it'll be recent, and we'll probably talk about either. We'll see. Uh, I'm thinking, yeah. yeah, but I'm thinking like. Robert Pattinson or or the fallen rise of Robert Pattinson. Rise and fall. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, but come back, we'll talk about something movie related, like an actor or a movie or something like that. Right. Um and just before we we go off air here, um I figured I, I just kinda wanted to um I think it's important for our audience to know that, you know, just go see movies. Absolutely, you need to go see movies. You and see see all different kinds of movies. See, yeah, don't 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 see, get out of your comfort zone a little bit. Even if you think I think I'm gonna hate this movie, like try it, try it out. See see if you you can change your mind. And it, you might even learn a little something. You might about even yourself. learn something about yourself. I agree. So really, really do put put in that put in that effort. Put in that effort yeah. to go out and see something yeah. that maybe people aren't seeing. Yeah, no. Well, with that, um, I think we're gonna sign off here. I'm Drake. I'm Axel. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, guys, today is Saturday. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Like Spencer and Drake said, take tomorrow. Go see a movie. Go watch it with your parents. Make a memory. Love you guys. See you next week.